Welcome back to another episode of the Work Redefined podcast, where we talk to women who are doing it all, but doing it with faith at the forefront. We want to welcome those of you who are new to us. And if you're new to our podcast community, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. And we want to invite you to commit to your growth and development. We are going to work really, really hard to give you high quality content. And if this content is helpful to you, would you do us a favor? What you can do for us is to follow us on social media, write a review, and continue to engage with our organization. And if this is helpful, post on it and share it with others. Now let's dive into another episode with Grace and Kelsey. Grace, this is so much fun to be able to record this together today. How's your Friday going? <laughs> it's so good. I'm actually in Langdon, North Dakota, recording this podcast today. Oh. That's kind that of, a, I've never been here before, but. That was a long drive, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like three hours from Fargo. It's way out. Like, I was like, I am going to the boonies right now. Okay. <laughs> there was, <laughs> there's nothing there. Nothing. Like, it's is, what is there to do? What is there to do in Langdon? <laughs> I'm not really sure yet to be honest I just got here late last night but yeah like it's only farmers here that's what I'm learning so oh. but it'll be fun I don't know we'll see what well, happens. You're, you're gonna have to report back to our I listeners on yep. what is there to do in Langdon North Dakota yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever been there so <laughs> it sounds really fun um, we'll but, <laughs> oh I can't believe it's already um, you know, summer, we're into June, uh, this nice weather. I don't know about you, but it's just been putting me in the best mood. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I'm the happiest I've been in like months just yeah. because like there's sunshine and there's green. I don't know what it is, but hundred yeah, percent. Okay. Um, well, I know today we're talking about kind of, um, what do you do when, I'll maybe put it in terms of when there's a big transition in your life or something big changes and you're kind of like at this crossroads and thinking to yourself, so now what do I do? Who am I? What do I do? What's, what's my identity? And I know you wrote a blog on this that our listeners can read. Um, Mm -hmm. But do you want to start off by just telling us your story behind this topic? Yeah. So this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. I mean, so I wrote this, I wrote this blog on, on the story of, so just one, it was graduating college. And that's like a huge change in itself because one, you go from being a student, you go from that being your identity because for four years, I mean, for 16 years of your life, if you go to a four-year college, you're a student. And then for all, and all of a sudden you're not. And then who are you? And while all of this was happening and while I was graduating and everything, I got out of a relationship that I'd been in for over like a year and a half. And I was kind of just feeling very lost and very much like who, who is Grace Lang? And why, like I, I put all of my eggs in these baskets. You could say like all of my identity was in the things that I was doing and the things that I was a part of and who I was with. And like at no fault of anybody's, I found myself like, okay, now that I am not like a girlfriend anymore. And now that I'm like, my path has changed because I was going to be moving home. I was going to be, 
you know, moving back to my hometown and doing this whole different life. And then all of a sudden I decided, no, like, I don't want to do that anymore. So now my identity is what? Like, I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who Grace Lang is because I'm not a student anymore. I'm not a girlfriend anymore. I'm not anything anymore. And I just felt like so lost. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting too, because yeah, you're listing all these um, titles, right? Mm-hmm. Student girlfriend. Uh, but on top of that, I know you're a sister, you're mm-hmm. a daughter, uh, mm-hmm. both of your parents and a daughter of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also a hardworking entrepreneur. And so I guess, mm-hmm. how do you, maybe my question is, how do we get away from identifying with all of these relationships and titles and really find peace in our identity, even after a huge transition? Yeah, I think it's really hard because, I mean, the whole titles thing is a huge thing. I mean, we all have our work titles. We all have whatever. And we have this tendency to identify in that, like we've been saying, because and because if I'm if I'm a CEO, I can make all these decisions. And like I have to sometimes we think, oh, I have to be a CEO. I have to be doing these things to be able to be a leader, to be able to do these things. But I think really it almost just goes back to like stripping away all the titles. Okay. So at the core, like you said, I am a daughter, I'm a sister and like, I'm a daughter of God. I'm a child of God. And I think that when we break it down to the core and like what, what actually really matters because at the end of the day, does it really matter if I'm a student? No, God really doesn't care. Like he just, like he thinks I'm perfect absolutely the way and he created me so perfectly, but because I'm like an achiever and want to do things, I want to prove myself. And I think we have these titles and we have these things because we want to prove ourselves to those around us. But in reality, like we have no one to prove anything to except to God. And he already thinks we're perfect the way we are. And so moral of the story, I feel like I may be talking in circles here, but moral of the story is that uh, like we have nothing, like these titles really mean nothing when we remember that like we're just God's child. And like, just truly breaking it down and being grateful for that, maybe, um, I think is the best way to do it. Well, and it's interesting. You really struck a chord there for me. I know I, um, occasionally, I we network with a lot of people, right? And occasionally there are people in my life who I maybe work at some prestigious bank. We'll use that as, a, as an example, right? They work at some corporate organization. And, um, I sometimes think, do they really get one? Do they really get what I do? And two, I've, I've gotten that feeling they're not taking me seriously. And then, so there's this top level of wanting to prove yourself and wanting people to think, even though you're an entrepreneur, you're not with this big corporation that you are successful. So that's the top layer. But then when I go to the next layer, I'm like, why does it even matter if they think I'm successful? Mm -hmm. And then it's that following layer where you start discovering, okay, so then if, if that doesn't matter, then my identity is in being a sister, a daughter, a mom, whatever. But then it's like, no, that doesn't even matter. It's like, okay, at the core, it's like, I am a daughter of God Mm -hmm. and I should be at peace with who I am in this moment without needing all these other layers, but Mm -hmm. yet 
I don't know about you, Grace. I could say that a million times today and I would still worry about that top one. Mm -hmm. When you bring up a good point, and we talked about this recently and um, some of the things we're doing, but the idea, so, you know, you said you, like you meet someone who's you, you perceive as this like prestigious, someone who's high level, like in like the best of the best. And we, I, I, we mentioned this in some of our social media the other day, uh, my mom, my, my sister was meeting with this guy who like big wig, you would think like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe she's getting, this is amazing, like it's amazing. But my mom was like, you know what, Hannah? He puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like the rest of us. And like, that's just such a good reminder to remember, like, no matter who you think you are, or like, if, even if you like, oh, I'm the best of the best, like the fact that you still put your pants on one leg at a time, just like the person who you think is at the lowest of a totem pole, like it doesn't matter. And like, it really does not matter what your title is, who you think, like who you perceive yourself to be, like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that maybe it's kind of a hard pill to swallow because all of us are striving to be so amazing and do all these really cool things. But then when we're just like, oh, you know, like it doesn't really matter who you are, but actually I think like that, that's such a beautiful thing to remember that one, it kind of goes back, like you're not as important as you think you are, but you're not as important as you think you are to the people around you or like the people on earth but like, you're so important to God. And so like, when we find our identity in the people around us and the things that we're doing, like we're telling God that like my identity in you isn't as important as it should be. And like, that's the most important thing. What if we don't wear pants for a couple months? <laughs> I'm yeah, we're like wearing a skirt or something. I don't know. I have no I'm, like, I'm like full on pregnancy mode. I'm not going to wear pants for a couple months, but we all put our, yeah, we all put our clothes on. We all put our, our armholes through one arm, oh, one armhole. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That yeah. was a little bit, uh, sidetracked. Stupid. No, well, uh, no. I, I think that this also goes to the idea and this is what I kind of talk about in the blog. So, okay. So let's just say you find your identity in somebody else or in a job. And then what happens if you lose that job, something that happens or you break up with your boyfriend or you get a divorce. And then what? You're stuck with yourself. You have no nothing to like, you have not, nothing like worldly to identify as. Mm-hmm. Then then it leaves you what feeling empty and lonely. Mm-hmm. And like, who am I? And so I think that's why that's why the importance is remembering where you came from at all times. Like remembering mm-hmm. like that you are from God at all times. Because well, Something happens, yeah. What about um I'm gonna flip the tables? I think you'll relate to this, but what about finding your identity in things that you we almost find our identity in what we don't have too? I'm just thinking about like um you know, not speaking specifically about you, but some friends that don't have a boyfriend and they fixate in so much on um that being part of who they are and that longing so I don't know if and again I'm maybe being very philosophical here but I don't know if you know turning the tables too and thinking about how how much we're always striving striving instead of thriving right I thought that arrives like striving for like our identity in the things that we don't have 
And that also can leave us feeling yeah. like identifying in the, in, in your deficiencies or yeah. something like that, you know, like, like I feel, I get what you're saying because, um, yeah, I mean, even if to put it in a work sense of things, like, let's just say you are the entry level person and you're like, well, I know I'm not as good enough. And like, I will, and you tell yourself every single day, I'm not as good enough because I'm not like this manager. I'm not, I'm, I'm missing this. I'm missing this. And then you start. And then every time you tell yourself that you're doing that, you start to believe it. And this is actually, so we, Kelsey and I had the opportunity to listen to Mel Robbins talk. And she gave this challenge to look in the mirror and give herself a high five in the morning um, and say like, I'm awesome. And a lot of people like, she was saying how a lot of people have the hardest time in the world looking at themselves in the mirror because like, I don't know what the percentage was, but a huge percentage of people don't like to look in the mirror because they don't like who they are. And I think that's because we've told ourselves over and over again that we were less than or like not good. And because probably because I don't know who told you that, but like the world told you that because you don't live up to these expectations. So if you like with everything we've just been saying, like if you find your identity and the thing, the only thing that matters in God, like you should be able to look in the mirror and say, wow, like, God, thank you for creating this. Like, I'm awesome. But when you tell yourself constantly that like, I'm less than, then yeah, you're going to start to believe it. Yeah. When you put your makeup on in the morning, do you ever actually look at, look, truly look at yourself in the eyes? I feel like I'm like slapping everything on, but I don't even feel like I actually see myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think like, yeah, in the morning time, it's like very fast paced and like, let's go, go. But I think like at nighttime, like taking my makeup off, getting ready for bed and just sitting there. I think that I have more so lately. And I, what she said really hit me. It was so funny this morning. I, I did this. I looked at me and I went like this. I went, you're awesome, Grace. <laughs> but, but then it, it does. And she said something mean, and this is also something I learned growing up. This is kind of off topic, but even looking in the mirror, like when you're smiling, you absolutely can't be sad. Like you can be kind of sad, but like you put a smile on your face, like it can change. I don't know. There's some statistic around this too, but I think like, like my mom would always tell me, I should have my mom on the podcast. I talk yes. about it all the time. Oh my gosh. But, but like, she's just like, Grace, just smile because you can't be, you can't be sad when you're smiling. She was in here like, it like there's endorphins or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is kind of off topic, but. No, it's not. And I think absolutely, we should both have our moms on the podcast. And I also think we should have my, my grandma and grandpa on the podcast sometime. They are like, so cool. Mm -hmm. Wonder what they'd have to say. It's kind of a fun thought. So yeah. But no, just that smiling factor, I think going back to, okay, so the question is, what do you do in life when you lose, when you go through transition and you feel like that was part of your identity? So when you change jobs, when you graduate college, when you um, break it off with a friend or a significant other, what, what do we do? <laughs> First, it's like, look at yourself in the mirror and smile mm -hmm. and know that you are who you are, not because of that person. Mm -hmm. um, but what else, what else can we do? Yeah. I would say like, let's like think more practically because I think like, and that's like practical too. Like, okay, first steps first, look at yourself in the mirror. Like, cause I think we can do 
we can say, oh, do all these fluffy things, but like, okay, what do you actually do? And I think for me just recently, it was more so like, okay, what do I actually like to do? And who do I want to be surrounded with? And I think, well, one, surrounding yourself with people who like remind you, you know, who you are. And I was really lucky to have really good friends around me during this transition. And like, I know that everyone has their own things. Everyone's going through it, but just also like having friends and the good people to lean on is one. But if you don't have that, I think like seek it, like, and also pray for it. And I think praying for it. And we, I don't know who I was talking to this about, but basically the idea, like ask God to bring you good people. If you feel like you don't have good people and you're like, just say, God, like, please bring me a friend. Like, I just need a friend. And that's also something like in the workplace too, if you feel lonely or any, any time you just like feel like you're alone and just say, God just bring me a friend and he will provide. And maybe in a way that you're like, who the heck is this weirdo sitting next to me that comes up to you, but like, you're not lonely anymore if someone's sitting next to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. That's what I would say is just really. And I know it's like, pray about it, but truly like you can't do it without God. So a prayer that I've been saying is like, when I feel really helpless is like, I uh, like, I can't do it, but you can God. Like, I know that I'm not, cannot do this on my own. I can't do anything on my own. And like, just reminding him, like asking, like, I can't do it, but you can. Mm -hmm. So here's, here it is right at your feet. Like take this, take, take this and like, remind me who I, who I am in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and you just kind of made me think of too, um, there are planned transitions and there are unplanned, meaning, you know, you're going to graduate college someday, or at least we would hope. Right. Yeah. Right? You know, that's coming sometimes losing a friend or, you know, we haven't even talked about death, which, um, yeah. is tough too, but losing, losing a person or losing a job, there are some transitions that are unplanned. And so my mind almost goes to what can you do today and tomorrow to become more hyper aware of where you're placing your identity, because it's almost like building a muscle, mm -hmm. um, you know, thinking about, Hey, it, are the people around me, are they constantly talking about money, fame, success? Is that healthy for me and, and what my identity is? What am I constantly thinking about? Can I guard my thoughts? And every time I start thinking about wanting to be successful, can I really try to be mindful and catch myself and transition that into just wanting to be a good child of God. Mm -hmm. How can I um, work that muscle now so that when those transitions or those um, things happen that knock us over and make us lose our identity, we actually have built that muscle strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do think it's the everyday practice, like you're saying, because, and I think what you said, like monitor what you talk about and what you listen to too, because what you're filling your mind with is you're going to, that's going to stick with you. And so, yeah, monitor your thoughts one, but so I did this fast last year and it was like, we couldn't listen to, this is just an example. Okay. So we couldn't listen to any music that wasn't like Christian music. 
and we couldn't watch any TV. And it's, this was one of those things is like, as soon as you start, you're like, oh shoot, I can't listen to this song because it said something about relationships or sex or whatever and all these things. Like, I can't listen to this because this is not good for my heart. And as soon as you start being aware of it, you hear it everywhere. And so I think like, make yourself aware of the things that aren't good for you. And if you feel, and I think we all know this, and I think this is like personal awareness, but like, you know, when you're falling into something you shouldn't be and like, just be real with yourself because like we could sit here and like, I think that I knew that I was falling into putting my identity into my relationship, but I was, I was just, I think I was afraid of, afraid of like not having that. And to me, it seemed like the losing my identity at that point was like, okay, it was like less of an expense than not even being in the relationship. Like it was like, it made more sense for me to be there, but it wasn't until I realized that like, no, I don't know. And I felt it. And then it wasn't, it was like, it was a feeling and a feeling like I can't really even explain, but it was like my stomach. Well, I won. I was always having stomach aches and I was always stressed out. And, and I think it was, but like, maybe it's making a list of all the things that could be stressing you out right now if you're going through something and it's like, hmm, what's the number one thing? And then it's like, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just rambling now, but um, yeah. But no, right. Having that clear idea of what is it that's giving me this lack of purpose, lack of identity, because again, we're all on this journey to find purpose, to find meaning, to find identity. And we forget um, to take our eyes off of the things that we love in this world, like our, mm-hmm. our spouses, our homes where we live, the cities where we live, the jobs we have, you know, we put so much of our eyesight and our fixation on the things and the people in this world that we forget to remember what really matters. And Mm -hmm. so I think, I think that's absolutely right. Grace, just Mm -hmm. having that list. I always say, um, I think writing things down and journaling your thoughts out is one of the best therapies you can do. So I think that was a great tip for our listeners. Well, Um, um, and the last thing I would say about it is so when I said like, you know, what's, you know, deep down, I think like I say that, but so that comes with wisdom. And that's one of the things that, um, I've kind of been praying about lately because wisdom is one of the greatest strengths we can have. Like wisdom, because once you have wisdom, like you have understanding, you have like a joy, you have all these things because wisdom is like, we should all be striving to have more wisdom in God. And I think that praying for wisdom like praying for wisdom to understand what God is doing, but also praying for wisdom to understand like the right and the wrong. Um, and to build, so one, to be able to recognize it, but also be able to act and understand is two different things. So when you're going through a transition or when you're going through something hard um, or deciphering whether or not like you should leave somewhere or like, maybe you're just deciphering like am I finding my identity in the things of the world like Lord give me the wisdom to understand and like seek the truth as well so I think like there's just two prayers I would pray is like one I can't do it you can God but like also God please give me the wisdom to understand and to uh, like make the right decision Mm -hmm. I love that 
yeah, we should all be constantly looking for that wisdom and that um, peace and all understanding of knowing that, hey, we are, we're here on this earth for a purpose, but our core purpose is to be a good ambassador of God and to find our identity in him and not our identity in the things of this world. Um, So Grace, thanks for the time and effort that you put into the blog and this topic. I think it's a worthwhile discussion. Uh, For our listeners, do you have any last comments? I do. Okay. So this is just talking about wisdom. It made me, there's this prayer that I think we had talked about in one of the Bible study that I'm in, but um, just a prayer for wisdom. And I just kind of wanted to read it if that's all right. Okay. So it says, um, so prayer for wisdom, light for the way prayer. So dear Lord, I am praying for some light today. I know that you are the source of light. You are the very light giver. Please lighten my path so that I can tread brightly. I don't want to get lost and I don't want to get sidetracked. Keep me on track by illuminating my every step. Shine your light over my thoughts as you help me navigate my light, life and decisions in the right direction. Amen. So yeah, that's, that's my, that's my last two cents for the day. Thank you so much, Grace. This was awesome. Loved our discussion. Really awesome. I think I just said awesome, maybe three or four (laughs) times, but I'm surprised it wasn't perfect, perfect, perfect. That was perfect, perfect, perfect. If anyone hasn't heard that on TikTok, it's a trend and we just can't get it out of our head now. So every time we say something is good, we say it's perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, But anyways, have a wonderful day, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next time. (laughs) 